Bosh. Um, Peter, we were just talking about UFC 259. Um, and yeah, it was a bit of a weird card. Because like you say, like, with, yeah, I, I, I agree with what you were just saying before we started there. The fact that when you know who they are, I think your expectations are a bit different. I don't know. It's just like, and then you're expecting something big. But the majority of the time, it's the, it's the fighters who have got something to prove that put on a bit more of a show. Yeah, like you said, it's a bit of a weird card. What did you think? Yeah, it should be, yeah, it should have been like, it should be a bit more, but because everyone's built it up so much, it's like they must know. Well, it could go either way. They not, they must know like more, maybe more people watching. The stakes are higher. Um, but just uh, some of the fights, it was almost like they're just like like afraid to lose. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just like they didn't want to lose in in front of everyone and on this big massive stage. And it's like, oh, they try and play it safe. But even even a couple of them fights, and it was like the people were shocked that they lost. Yeah, and it's like you can't act like that if you're, especially like yeah, there was a couple in there, but anyway, but like, um, but yeah, being such a big card, that's what I mean. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes sometimes the big cards are wicked, but they just you big it up so much like three title fights, and it was, I don't know, like it was, it was just a weird card really, like compared yeah. to the other ones we saw last year. Like there's been some there's been some wicked ones on Fight Island and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, no, definitely it was uh it was a bit anticlimactical. But listen, there was a lot of um there was a lot of good fights. It, it got off to a really good start. Kai Cara France uh against uh, Rogerio Bonterin. Um and this one was just mad. Like Rogerio was basically uh controlling the fight for the first pretty much the first four minutes of the round, uh nearly sunk in a, a rear naked choke because he had the um the body triangle there. And then Kai gets up and absolutely folds him with a big right hand. What did you um think of this one? And did you think the start stoppage was fair um yeah what did you think did this one get you off your chair a little bit oh yeah like yeah i was happy for him like i've sort of been following him since he's come into ufc yeah. um yeah because i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure when me and when me and sleeve was out in like phuket he was he trains there sometimes or he like he, oh, he sure. trains at tiger he was there i can't he might have actually been there um so yeah he's always, he's always obviously known for his big right hand um it's just yeah, and I thought I thought he was done. Like as soon as he went down to the floor, and everyone was like, oh, "This is a bad place. Like you don't want to be here with this guy." And he done, he done well to defend it. Specialist, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just gets up and just cracks <laughs> cracks the game. He was definitely out. He was like, but it was funny because he was out, or he was like he was done. And then as soon as Kai come back in to give him another bright hand, he jumped up as if it's like it reminded me of like football. You know, you know, like a footballer's injured. Yeah. And then the the ref don't give it, and they jump straight up. They're like, oh, oh, oh like, what's going? On? It's just yeah. like. So you should have done it earlier, mate. <laughs> what did you think? Why did he run back over and go to hammer fisting? What was that? Did, was so I don't it... think. I think. It, I think it was more that obviously he ran off celebrating because Herb Dean got in between them. Yeah. But obviously, I'm not sure. Refs, are, I thought they they usually meant to either be verbal or like give it the like like wave their hands as if to say like the fight's over. And I think Herb like run over and then he almost looked back at Kai. As if to say, I don't know, he just had a weird look. When you see it in the one angle in the replay, he looks over at Kai as if to say, like, are you going to carry on this? Like, it's not finished. And then when he comes running over, then he jumps it. I don't know, it's weird. It's a proper it's weird fucking... one. What, what I saw in the replay was I saw Kai, he folded him. The geezer literally fell face first onto the canvas, which is always a bad sign. Herb steps in and then 
Kai's running over to his corner and obviously I can't hear what his corner is saying, but his corner is standing up and pointing as if to say like, the fight's still on, the fight's still on. So he runs oh. over, goes to hammer fist him and that's when Herb's like, no, 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 it's done, it's done. But mate, oh, okay. an absolutely like a, a, a massive knockout for Kai Kai France. Obviously I felt for Bonturini a little bit there, but no, Kai looked great. Um, so really excited to see his. Um, Pete, the next fight was Joseph Benavidez. Always fun to see him against Askar Askarov. Uh, this was a really fun fight. Crazy pace in the first round. Um, Askarov was throwing that sort of um, front kick to the body straight yeah, down yeah. the pipe. Mm. Um, he missed weight, which is obviously always disappointing to see. Uh, but yeah, what did you think of this one? Yeah, it was almost like, I don't know what it is with Benavidez. I don't know whether it, like we, we keep talking about these guys. That are, like, a lot of guys are getting cut at the moment and... There's all these like new like young blood coming through, and it's like I don't know. I, I can't even really. I left. Like, I can't remember like a lot of his fights really, but um, I remember like the big ones. But he's got like a weird style. I don't know whether he's always fought like that, but it's so it's so like undefensive and just like white, like wild, and just it's almost a bit like what like Diego Sanchez fights. Like he has his arms like tucked in, but then he yeah. just lunges lunges at people swinging. And Askarov just looks so much crisper and like it's almost like he looked like the like the veteran in there, and it was just like I don't know. It's it's a bit hard to watch sometimes. But like I'm not saying he didn't he he was out of the fight all the way through, but he like he took quite a lot of punishment again. Yeah, like he's been knocked he's been knocked out quite a few times badly lately, and it's just like yeah, I don't know. Like, but but that guy's like the real deal anyway. Like he's he's definitely like got all the tools. Askarov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks really, really impressive. I, I, I feel like it was a bit too big for flyweight, though. Like, I just feel like with these guys, why would you not just go up for the extra ten pounds and, and, and mm. you know, do a bantamweight fight? It's a bit, it's, it's so strange, isn't it? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I've been talking about it a lot lately. Like, Rogan's had a couple of people on saying like it should be every ten pounds. Like, yeah. it should just do it. Like, especially the jump. Obviously, what we're gonna we we'll talk about later on the twenty pound jump up to yeah, or what is it? Whatever it is. It's mad. It's mad. So, bantamweight is one thirty-five. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So flyweight is what? One twenty-five, I think. One twenty-five. So that's ten pounds. I'm pretty sure it's one twenty. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. So, mm. so between flyweight and bantamweight, you've got that ten-pound limit. But then all of a sudden, it changes for the other. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it is. Well, no. Yeah. Then, then thought you got thought. Yeah. Well, no. It's thirty. Yeah, thirty-five to forty-five. 45 to 55 and i think then there's five to 170 yeah then there's the 70 then the 85 then the 205 and then the i don't know what heavyweight is was that two 220 saying or 30 i'm not too sure weird really really weird i i, I think we need more titles and more divisions and uh yeah, we, more, yeah. but like they, they just had three title fights in one night so you think if they had another six belts in there it's just like they'll be able to have so many so many more title fights more money it's just i don't know why they don't do it it's weird it is it's a bit of a weird one but um a great win for askarov obviously misses uh misses weight which is uh, as we mentioned not 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 great but really looked good and looked really really dominant um the next fight was really exciting as well um again i know they both went to a decision but still really really good to see a crazy pace it was song yudong against kyla phillips kyla looked great pete like just so yeah. crisp and sharp what did you think yeah, he looked wicked. I didn't expect it to go like that. I thought, no, I thought Song Yudong would like just. Well, I guess just from his highlights, <laughs> you're always expecting just cracking with one right hand. But yeah, I think Phillips fought like a wicked fight. Um, yeah, and he's yeah. I don't, I don't really follow. I think I've, I've seen him once before, but obviously he come through contender series to Neil. 
Tuesday night contenders. Um, yeah. Yeah. So but I don't even think he won that. I don't yeah, I don't I think that he didn't win, so he's had to like come through the UFC again. So yeah, it looks fucking wicked. There was one point where he threw the head kick and Song just fucking ate. Yeah, like, that's what I was. That's what I was, he just took everything he had. Like his chin was fucking amazing. Insane, insane pace that Kyle was putting out, but really impressive to see him. And, and Song's obviously always, always, always game. Um, and then we had a really interesting fight. I thought Dominic Cruz against Casey Kenny. Cruz's footwork obviously outstanding. Trying to find his range. Casey was. A bit too static for me. Um, and then round two, Cruz was landing, uh, but Kenny was landing some uh, some really big leg kicks. But then I think Dominic Cruz um, played it very, very smart by getting some some late takedowns. I want to get your thoughts um, on Dominic Cruz, Pete, on his performance and where you think he fits into this division going forward now. Obviously one of the greats, but w- w- what did you think of the fight and wh- where do you see him now? Yeah, I thought it was for him to come, obviously he's coming off a knockout loss. And he's had quite a lot of time off. So you're thinking like ring rust and stuff like that, everything that everyone's talking about at the moment with fighters when they haven't been fighting for a while. Um, but then to come in and look like the old Dominic, sort of like against the young up-and-coming... I couldn't really remember Casey Kenny, but now I do remember some of his fights when they shown the highlights and stuff. And he's like... He's not no like... He's not bottom of the pile. Like he's, he's working his way up and he's like, he's doing really well. Um, it's not like they give him someone easy, but... So for him to come in and beat a young kid like that, it's just, yeah, I think he's, I don't know, it's, it's just going to be the test of what can he handle like the top five anymore. But I guess there's, there's bantamweights popping at the moment. So it's just like, I don't know, it's almost sounded like afterwards, though, he didn't, he weren't too sure. He's like, yeah, I've had a good run and all this. And it's like, and then he had a bit of a weird post-fight interview. Yeah, what did you think um, about that? First of all, did you know who who the guy that he, he was calling out? Did you know who he was talking nah, about? No, nah, not, not, not at first. I did. I did sort of check him out on Instagram and stuff, and he just—I guess he's just the owner or one of the owners of whatever of Monster. So it's like, but he does look like he's. I think even Dana White said he's a bit, bit of a strange character and stuff. But, yeah. <clears throat> but then you got you got Dana saying he treats the, all their fighters really well. I guess if they promote the, his drink and hold the can up and that, they all get paid. Some of them get paid extra and stuff like bonuses. And he's like, I don't really know where that's come from. I sort of, I've always been weird. I think Dominic Cruz is a bit weird anyway. I think he is it, bruv. He you, really is you, weird. <laughs> you get that you get that vibe that he's just yeah. that he's a bit what's the word? Not like robotic. Not, he's a bit not, like yeah, no, not, yeah, but not not stubborn or uh, he's not really I don't I wouldn't say he's really up himself, but he's once he's got his opinion, he ain't gonna change from it. He's yeah. just like like with the Keith Peterson thing saying he's drunk and all this sort of stuff. Um and it's and obviously with this guy, it's like you just won you just won your comeback fight in the UFC after like a big layoff. You got a chance to call someone out and you're calling out a fucking energy some drink. Big massive, yeah, some big massive energy drink boss for charity. When you, you know it ain't for charity, it's because you don't like him and you want to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> you want to beat like, him up, yeah. Yeah, like, but it's, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's, we don't really know what he's going to do next, but I think he can still have some decent fight. Like, imagine, I don't know, there's still fights out there with people that are, it's oh, weird yeah. at the moment. You've got all these young up-and-comers and then you've got guys that are maybe on the way out. We're not too sure yet. Like you could have, like Dominic Cruz versus Aldo, something like that. It's just, there's loads of fights in that division. So well, I yeah, guess it's we'll stacked. See. It's stacked, yeah. It's a bit of a strange one. It's funny that Cruz is so, 
um he's so deadpan and he's so like he doesn't he, he sounds like he doesn't lack emo like he lacks emotion and when he talks he's quite robotic but then at the same time he's i think he's a really good commentator so it's a bit of a weird oh yeah <laughs> a a i think it's almost two different people well, i love listening to him commentate because yeah. there's no real there's no he's just like pure facts and he knows what he's talking about and he's like even even as even there he has a little joke with people like like bisping or whatever he's with dc or whatever but yeah, when he when he starts getting a bit into like personal stuff, and when people, I think it's when he's one of them people he doesn't know how to, like he takes everything to heart. Do you know what I mean? Like he's someone says something and he's like, "Sorry, what?" Like you want, like he can't let anything, he can't let anything go. He's just got to fucking go after him. But I guess that's that's the fighter in him. I guess I don't know. Definitely, I think that's that's his personality. I guess there's there's been a couple of times that I like it when. I like it when it's him and Bisping or him and Felder because Felder and Bisping are really jovial and really always mm. joking and Cruz ain't like that. But sometimes they no. do get him. They do get him along yeah, to the yeah, joke yeah. and it's like, yes, Cruz is laughing. <laughs> I do like that. Um, well, we'll see what happens next. Obviously, he's still a top contender. And you know what? Like, it's just it's, it's, it's just fun watching him. Like, it, I like fighters who, like, if you had a silhouette of him, and you saw the way they moved, you'd know like that's Dominic Cruz. Like that's the, the footwork you, and stuff. Amazing. Have you seen Angela Hill taking a piss out of him? Do you know what? I saw I saw her doing I didn't see her taking a piss. I saw her oh. in the cage beforehand, um showing oh, his yeah, style, yeah, yeah. like the switch, yeah. his switch and that. What was she doing? Well, now just on her Instagram, she had like stubble and like a like a wig on, and she was just literally doing his dance move, like going backwards and forwards, going, "This is how the fight's going to go." And then we're going to go over here, and then we're going to do this. <laughs> fucking so funny! Like they they obviously know each other, but I quite, saw yeah, her um, doing up. a breakdown of his style before and the way that he was like because he dips in and comes in low and then switches yeah. stance and goes for the uppercut. Like he, I, I imagine he's an absolute nightmare to fight. So um, yeah, yeah, it just makes what Cejudo did um, a bit more a, a bit more impressive, I guess. Um, so we'll mm. see what happens next with, with with Dominic Cruz and obviously excited to see Casey Kenny again. But I, I felt Casey was a bit flat footed. Um, I know Cruz probably makes a lot of people look flat footed, but he just seemed a bit stagnant. What did you think of Kenny's performance? Yeah, maybe it's just styles. I don't, maybe he's not got that sort of style to beat him. Um, not enough movement. And so it's almost like, I think, like, they they said about it, like, DC and Joe Rogan, like, you get mesmerised by it. And then yeah. you just, before you know it, the fight's over and he's just danced around you for, like, three rounds. So... Fair yeah. play, fair play. Both both look good. Um, going, just coming on to the main card then, uh, we started off with... A fight that was fireworks on paper, um, light heavyweight <laughs> division, Alexander Rakic against Thiago Santos. Um, the only thing I'd say um, about it before we, you know, I don't want to lay into him or whatever, because a couple of things I say. So the first thing is a fun fight to me. I'm not one of those fans where it's like, I need knockouts. Like, come on, someone get knocked out. Oh, stand them up. This is boring. I'm not saying that, but I, I, I want to see a, an active fight. I just want to see two fighters. Who's going to go out there and really, really get it? Who's going to go out there and really, really want it? Uh, Rakic obviously looked a little bit sharper. I felt like Santos was waiting a bit too much. Um, But then, Pete, after watching it and feeling like it's a bit of a disappointing fight, you then obviously, I know it anyway, but then you listen to the commentators talking about the amount of injuries that Santos has had and, you know, his knees and the fact that you come back from surgeries like that. Are you ever the same? What, what did you think about this fight? Were you disappointed by it? Can you kind of see why it was a bit like that? What did you think? Yeah, I was, it was one of the, it was one of them fights. You know I mean, it's the first fight on the main card. You think it's going to be 
something that we've had quite a few lately where the first fight's like sort of got everything, got the ball rolling and it's, you've got these two killers in there, but then sometimes it just, I don't know, it's, it's annoying because like no one wants to get knocked out, do they? Like that, you're not going to go steaming in there. They both respect each other. They know what the other person can do, but to not even, I don't know, yeah, it was to not even try, do you know what I mean? And then, and then almost be happy with it afterwards as if to say like, oh yeah, well done. We just sort of danced around for a bit and, through a couple of shots and it's like maybe next time it's like you fucking kidding like you just had an opportunity there to like yeah like this is your career on the line like I know you, obviously Santos more like he's just had surgery and stuff but he still he come out like fucking guns blazing against Glover I don't know why he wouldn't and racket chain as good on the floor I don't think so it's like he was throwing more caution to the wind with Glover but then come into this fight and just thought he could outscore the guy like landing a few and he I think he, he was disappointed when he when he like shot that he'd lost or yeah he, he 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 did the thing like you said where the fight stops and both fighters put their hands up and you know mm. he the decision he's a little bit surprised by it but you've got to go out and you got you have to win the fight like the fight's yeah. there to be won like someone's got to done it like no. you done it against John Jones you fucking yeah you give it you give one hundred percent with John Jones with one one and a half legs and it's like <laughs> You've, you've, now you're healthy and you've got your legs back under you. It's like you've got three rounds. Just go out and fucking try and knock this guy out. But maybe that has affected him. Like maybe that that's such a bad injury, I guess, to come yeah. back from. It's you don't really want to go. And obviously, Rakic. I said before, I don't know why he didn't do more of it. Like I thought he was going to leg kick the shit leg out of him. Yeah, but, I thought that. But no, even that didn't happen. So it was, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a stalemate, that one. But a, a win for Rakic all the same. And Rakic said in his post-fight, um, you know, I want a bigger name now. Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like Glover's up there, bruv, in that division. Like he's, He should be number one contender, surely. Oh, I think he's fucking dribbling everywhere. Um, um, yeah, I think Daniel said he's, he's next in line. So he's... Amazing. Yeah, I think they asked him afterwards. He sort of paused for a second. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he's definitely the... He's ne- ne- like next to him for the title. Impressive, impressive stuff. Um, light heavyweight champ at the moment is obviously Yan. So yeah, we'll come on to that in just a second. So that'll be that'll be a fun fight. Um, Peter, the next one was Islam Makachev against Drew Dober. Before the fight started, uh, Rogan said that Drew he felt like was one of the most underrated guys on on the on the uh, on the roster. What did you think about that? It's almost like you agree with it until like three rounds later <laughs> <laughs> it's like but then but then I don't, I, like everyone's saying he's the next Khabib so it's do you know what I mean what, what, like, what can you do it's just if, he, if that is true and he is just as good as Khabib or even better like it's almost like he's got better stand up apparently so it's like you're not like who knows um, so I think it's just a fucking bad matchup for Drew Dober but Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so Rogan saying he was, Drew was underrated. I thought, right, well, let's see what Drew can do then. But just insane grappling from, from Islam. It was just pure dominance. Um, submitted him with a head and arm triangle. Um, yeah, it's mad. Do you know what? Even when, like, after the fight finished and, like, you see him in there and, like, his coaches come in and Islam's, like, hugging him. Even even those hugs, I'm like, fuck that. Like, I wouldn't... I don't, oh, what? I don't, you did fuck, do you see the fucking Khabib's put on some cake, and he? Jesus. Have you seen him? Like, all around his Bastards, face. Bastards, man. Like, yeah. I, know. He's, I think someone did say, at the moment, he's walking around at, like, just under 200 pounds. Yeah, 190. Yeah. It's insane. fucking crazy. Like, fucking insane. Uh, Absolute monsters, the pair of them. Um, but that's, it's exciting, because I would, like, 
I don't think he's called out some decent people. I think he's called out Tony and Dos Anjos. So, like, do you know what I mean? That'd be wicked. Te- I'm, I'm not too sure what Tony wants to take that right now, like, after just getting dominated on the floor. Do you know what I mean? So, it's by Charles, yeah. Dos, An- Dos Anjos would be interesting. That'd be really good. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, where's the ceiling for Islam? Do you feel like, you know, do you feel like he can reach the heights that Khabib did? Do you feel like he's a future champion or do you feel like it's still a little bit too early to, to say? I don't think anyone's really going to do what Khabib done, to be honest. Mm. I don't like, I know, I know that sounds stupid, but like you, you've got Khabib, everything he's done in his whole career, like all those fights, all those title defences, he's built that up. And then you've got this guy now who's just like out grappled Drew Dober and everyone's like, I mean, the the only thing that gets me is the people like DC and stuff. And I think Josh Thompson was he, he trains with them at the same gym, so they're they're saying he's like the best guy in the division. Mm. Um, but who knows? Like, there's so many people out there at the moment. Like, put him in there with Michael Chandler. Like, like <laughs> no one no one's calling out Chandler again. It's like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Oh, I'll I'll fight Ferguson and or Dos Anjos. It's like, all right, why not? Why not fight a guy that's just got to win? It's yeah, it's true. It's really, really true. That division is is what, what, what the most interesting to me at the moment. Um, mm. Just to find out what's going to happen there. Me personally, I feel like Islam has got all the tools to be like one of the greats. Um, they said that as far as pure wrestling goes, not MMA, but pure wrestling, he's he, mm. he's actually better than Khabib is what is what Cormier said. Um, and again, you have to take everything with a pinch of salt because you know people yeah, just yeah. say stuff to get in papers, and I get that. But you know, he he just looks fucking scary. Scary. Um, the mental and... game, though, I think that's the only problem. That's the only thing. Like every everyone can be as he could be a better wrestler than could be a better striker, but mentally, like, what if he gets into a little tiny bit of trouble? Like, what if he what if he doesn't get the takedown? Is he going to panic? Like, like when the, when the big shows come back in and there's like forty thousand people, like, is that going to affect him? So it's just going to be interesting, I think. But that was the only bit I didn't really get because I'm not. Um, maybe not Dos Anjos, but calling out Tony, it's just like, I don't really like that when people call out someone that's just coming off two of their worst losses in their career. It's a bit... Uh, I think he just wants a ranked fighter. I can, I can yeah, I know, I yeah, appreciate yeah. it. You know what I mean? He just wants to fight somebody ranked. You know? So that's what I mean. There's like... Big name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. But he could... That's what I mean. He could call out anyone. He could call out... You, yeah. call, out call out Dustin, call out Connor, call out Michael Chandler... Oliviera, but he's going after Dos Anjos and Tony. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I feel, we'll I, I, I think it might be more realistic though. So I feel like he's. I suppose he's, yeah, he's quite far down, I guess. Exactly. But. So if he comes out like, I want to fight Connor, I want to fight this and that, it's just not going to happen. But if he starts calling that names or he's like, he knows where he is maybe in the division and he wants to yeah. go up a little bit. Um, but you are right though, ain't nobody calling that Michael Chandler. Um, Pete, next... I can't wait for that. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I saw a photo of him today. I fucking got excited because I clicked on it. Usually you click on saying and it's like breaking news. Chandler in talks with someone, but it weren't. It was some other story. And I was like, fuck, like, why <laughs> I just make a fight? Like, he's he's got no injury. He could literally fight like this week. But yeah, yeah. If um, he's, if yeah, he's excited. Like, well, it depends what he's walking around at, to be fair. If he's yeah, walking around yeah. fucking the same as what Khabib is, it might be a bit of an issue for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, excited to see Islam and I'm really going to tune into his next one I, honestly I think he's got champion written all over him um, so coming on to champions then um, Peter Petr, uh, Piotr Jan against Aljamain Sterling a four round fight 
uh, culminating in Yan landing an illegal shot to Aljamain Sterling. Now, before this fight started, Pete, I don't know if you remember Mark Smith on Joe Rogan talking about how he'd never had a title fight before. Oh, really? Oh, okay. So this was- <laughs> This was Mark Smith's first title fight. And as it starts, because the fight starts, it's for the title. Mark's in there. I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. I watch every... This is Mark Smith's first title fight. I'm so excited for him. I'm buzzing. I don't want anything to go wrong for him. And then, <laughs> fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, cra- crazy uh, crazy fight. Crazy pace from Aljo. First round, I don't know if he gassed himself out, but, mate, he was going mental in the first round. Uh, you can see him start to slow down in the later rounds, but Yan was just so calm in there, looking like a killer, um, really starting to find find his range, uh, range in round three and four, uh, picking his shots, using his boxing. Um, and then, poor Mark, we've got some drama. So Yan lands an illegal knee to Aljamain Sterling, Obviously, he couldn't continue. Um, what do you think about this one, Pete? So it was a shame, really, because this was a, probably yeah. the fight I enjoyed the most. And up until that point, I thought it was really competitive, like a bit back and forth. Um, and I didn't really know what was going to happen because it, maybe the tide would turn in a little bit. But then I didn't. I, I thought I thought Aljamain was maybe falling down a lot more because he was just like he didn't need to defend takedowns or anything. He just fell to his back and was like, "Come on, then, okay, let me back up, whatever." So it was just. It, it did look like he was obviously a bit tired, but um, did, we, no one knows what what would have happened. But it's yeah, I'm, I'm glad he come out like guns blazing, and then obviously like Yan covered up well, started did land a few good shots. But I think I heard I heard Cody talking about this a little while ago. He says about I never noticed it before, um, maybe because he's always on the offensive. But like Yan always, he, he's happy to just cover up and take shots. Like every round he'd done it, like there was, like even when Al Jermaine was just peppering him with tiny little shots and then he'd, he'd land a couple of body shots, I was just thinking to myself, like, is that game plan? Is he a bit tired? Was it because Aljo come out quick or because it's not really a, with the, with the little gloves on, I wouldn't really want to be doing that with mm. someone like Cody or someone who's got like bombs in their hands or like Pedro Munoz or something like that. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. a bit. A bit of a weird tactic, either that or he is that fucking solid. He can just he can just <laughs> take, take it. it. But um, but yeah, and then obviously the as soon as it happened, I, like I, I could see it, and I think even from our angle from telly, we couldn't even see his right knee, and you no. know it's down. Yeah, you could tell. You know, and that for for a champion to even be asking like, can I hit him or like like what like how do you not know the rules? Like, yeah, yeah. So, so for me, I don't. I, I don't really care what he says or what it could have been a moment of confusion and fatigue, but I think there maybe was a bit of spite in there. I think so. I don't think there's any whether 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 Algermain was. I don't think he was acting like acting all the way through, but maybe it got closer to the decision having to be made, and he was just like, oh, I don't want to continue. But but that's not giving up. That's why should why should I carry on when I've just been needing ahead illegally? Yeah. And he and this other guy has now got an advantage to knock me out even worse. Like yeah. his eyes could have been a tiny bit blurry, and maybe he was putting on a little bit, like falling over and shit. Like, who knows? But um, at the end of the day, it weren't his fault. He got hit with it, and he's the champ. <laughs> so it's that's it. What do you think about the decision that if it's a DQ, uh, you know, the fighter loses their loses their belt? Do you feel like it's fair? Like, do you feel like the right decision happened there in the end? Is that what you feel? If it was, if it's something like that, then yeah. If it was a, 
maybe if there was a, a cup shot and then the ref says if you do that again like Bolo's a point but then he catches him with a bad one by mistake and he's like oh shit I'm so sorry like but then the other guy can't continue then you could feel a bit sorry for him but the way that it did happen and then for him to when he just stood there with his hand raised as if to say like I'm still what was that about what was that about that's that's why I think there's obviously some spite there but they don't like each other and it's like okay I've just I've just need you in the head I'm the bad guy, I'll raise my hand and then it's like, whatever. It's almost like he didn't really care about the belt, it's just he wanted to hurt him. Yeah, you're right. Weird. Which is the name which is the name of the game, but yeah. not in that sort of way. That's all he's all gone down in my estimations a little bit now. So I'm 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 on I'm on Algermain's side all the way. So Yeah, I and it was funny to say like because Khabib was apparently in the corner and said to DC that oh he asked his corner if he could throw a knee and his corner said yeah I don't give a fuck about any of that you're the champ you should know the rules you shouldn't be shouting at your corner can I knee him but one of his coaches was going only punches only punches and another one of his coaches was like yes it's like mate yeah yeah the guy the guy with the beard there was there's a guy with like short stubbly beard i think he trains him and someone else like quite quite a big fighter um and he was the one who's as soon as it happened you could see his reaction he was like oh no like whereas another guy was like yeah it's like maybe does he does he not know the rules as well (laughs) so so weird so weird but i mean i feel feel for aljo because obviously he doesn't want to Winning that way, he said he doesn't want the fight to end like that, no. and you know I, I I get that. But at the end of the day, look, he, you're a champ, you're the champ, um, and yeah. uh, we'll be looking forward to to the rematch. I think they'll probably run that back, eh? You reckon? Oh, there's 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 been all this weird shit happening as well. I'm not sure. I reckon if it the more it goes on, and if they have back and forth, I'm not sure like what happens, like because there's other things that they could do. Um, Corey, so I'm not sure. Corey Sandhagen. Corey Sandhagen. Did you not see the video of Al Jermaine and Cejudo? No. Oh, like apparently they had, I'm not sure whether it's set, even if it was set up, it was funny. And you got Al Jermaine and Cejudo face to face and Cejudo's doing that annoying, like puffing his chest out. He's like, ooh, like just, and he's like, I'm coming back for my belt or something like that. Ooh. And it's like, so that, you know what I mean? If UFC looks at it and goes, you know what? He just hit him with an illegal blow. If Al Jermaine wants to fight Cejudo, then we could make that happen. So you never know. He might have just shot himself in the foot big time like by not getting an immediate rematch. So Yeah, interesting. Interesting. interesting to see. I mean, it doesn't take... Obviously, you know, he's not my favourite fighter, but it doesn't take any... I, I think I think Jan was winning the fight, in my opinion. Um, I felt mm. like he looked more crisp. I felt like he had the strike advantage. Um, so I don't think his stock's gone down, but learn the fucking mm. rules, mate. Um Right, next fight, Pete. Amanda Nunes against your girl, Megan Anderson. Um, we spoke about this last week um, and, you know, you felt that because she was a bit of a rangy fighter, the same way Jermaine Durandamy is, um, it was probably going to cause Amanda a few problems. Turns out it caused her zero problems. Uh, Amanda <laughs> ran through well, a chainsaw to a tree. You don't know whether it would have caused her problems because she didn't use it. <laughs> I felt so sorry. As soon as I saw, I didn't, as she was walking into the cage and walking around and stuff, I didn't know whether she was that focused that she was, it just wasn't affecting her at all. And then as soon as the, even before, I think even when they're face to face with each other and they touch gloves, I just sort of like the look in her eye. I was like, oh my God, like she don't want to be in there at all. Like it was fucking, it was almost awkward to watch because, and then there was that first like right hand. 
and her eyes just like she was just her eyes were just wide but it's almost like she froze like she weren't moving she weren't moving away it was just yeah it was fucking poor cow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to watch it really was it re- well i mean yes and no like i felt like you're just looking at a fighter who's Good. You're looking at a good fighter in Megan Anderson, Megan Anderson, who's, you know, good, coming up the ranks, done some damage, had some good fights under her belt. But Amanda is just on another level, man. She's just on a completely different level to the rest of the women in that division. What she did to Cyborg, because everyone thought Cyborg was the, you know, the un- unbeatable women's fighter. And Amanda just fucked her up and fucked Megan up. And and now she said that now, where she's got her daughter now, she feels like, you know, the lioness yeah, is it. more dangerous when you've got a cub. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, God, she's going to kill everyone. Like, what do I you love think? That. What do you think? Oh, go, Sorry, on. go on. Go on. No, I was going to say, I love the video of her walking in backstage with her baby and she had the lioness thing and just yeah. like the look in her eyes. I was like, oh shit. Like, but I didn't really know until they got in there and then it was, yeah, fucking game over straight away. Incredible, incredible performance from her, man. Um, there's talk about the division, what they're going to do with it, um, what happens. Um, I don't think they'll scrap it. They can't. Like, you know, I, I, I don't think they can get rid of a whole division just because one fight is there. Cause she's not going to be there forever. So it's obviously, mm. and women's MMA is very young. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know, MMA in general is really, really young. Uh, so women's MMA is extremely young. Uh, so it's obviously going to develop. And, you know, there's going to be girls that are 14, 15 at the moment, um, maybe listen to this podcast, but probably not, but that are going to be, you know, big, they're going to be big one day. So it's like, yeah, true. Yeah. You can't, you can't just get rid of a whole division, but when you've got someone like that, what do you think is the future? Um, She wants to keep fighting Pete and I I don't see why not, you know? Um, Yeah. I think in terms of division, I don't, I wouldn't see the point in getting rid of it because she's that good that no one's screaming out that they well a couple of people might be but like no one's screaming out like oh if you go down and fight at um bantam weight then you have to give up your featherweight belt or whatever it is like no one's saying that so she can jump between both and in the midst of all that ufc can fight sign some new featherweight girls and just like see how they get on and they still fight do you know what i mean they still have to fill up cards so it's like do we ever really notice that, like, you, you know what weight people are fighting at, but if there's two girls fighting and they have a wicked fight, you're not really going to go, oh, they, were, they weren't featherweight or they was this, they was that. It's just, they just carry on the division and, I don't know, you never know. Like, like she come out of nowhere, do you know what I mean? Like, Ronda, yeah. Ronda, was, Ronda was running the show and then you got Cyborg in other divisions, Holly Holm come in and then out of nowhere, Nunes come in and no one really knew her. So, um, but I think in terms of, like Juliana Pena has called her out trying to trying to get a fight, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'd I'd still like to see like the Valentina rematch. Yeah, me I too. think that's the only, that's the only one really size wise, and you can't really like the other girls are too small, aren't they? Like Rose and Weili Zhang, they're too small to move up two divisions and fight. well, no, would it be two? They're strawweights, aren't they? I think. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so it would be two. Yeah. I think. So um, Amanda's fought Valentina. Is it how many times have they fought? Twice. I think they have. Yeah, and they were both when they were both close. 
I think, yeah, yeah. I think she took her all the way. I think she took her all the way. Um, so let me just have a look here. So, um, yeah, so she beat Valentina Shevchenko in uh, 2017. And that was by that was by split decision. Um, and mm. then she also beat Valentina in 2016. And that was by unanimous decision. So Valentina is the only real fighter that's kind of uh, taken all the way. Felicia took her all the way, but that was just an absolute fucking battering. Um, yeah. Jermaine took her all the way as well, but that was... Um, you know, again, she she kind of she did she did dominate that fight, although uh, Jermaine mm. did look good. But the rest of the fights have just been fucking um, mad. She lost to Kat Zingano, but that was back in 2014. So she's a completely yeah. different oh, different yeah. different she's... fighter since uh, since that time. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But the thing is, I don't want to be in a position where it's like, oh, Amanda's too good, so. Um, you know, they, I want to see Amanda fight. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, because she's that good, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to see her fight. And I know that yeah. it, it might be hard to watch. And I know that she's probably going to batter everyone she fights, but I still want to see it. I still want to see her. Yeah. And, uh, she's still a draw. Do you know what I mean? Well, there's a, there's a, they were talking about, there's a, like a judo girl in, um, in another organization, might be an Invicta or something like that. And she's apparently, she's like fucking hench. Like, I saw some photos of her and she's like smashing everyone. Um, a stand-up's meant to be good as well. So, I mean, it's, maybe it's up to them to spend the money and be like, let's try and get her over. Yeah. Um, or I think the, yeah, I think the one, the, the only what the, the one to make really in featherweight is, I think Juliana Pena's featherweight is maybe someone like her and they could only sell that by saying, look, she's a black belt or whatever, like she could take her down, blah, 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 do all this shit. But living, obviously she just won by submission. Um but yeah, the only one that excites me really is Valentina. But who's, I think I can't remember who Valentina's fighting next. Um, uh, let's have a look. I'm sure, it's an, I'm sure it's announced. But so what? What I want to do? I, I just want to get the rankings up, um, just to basically see in Valentina's <laughs> um, division, basically. Um, well, it's more fight... like a menu. Menu. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Is she <laughs> fighting Andrade? Jessica Andrade. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that'll be interesting. Uh, that will be interesting. Mm. So wait, so above, so above that, so you've got no Valentina's. What is that fly? Valentina is flyweight. Yeah. So you got so it's straw weight. That's that's Weili Zhang and Rose coming up. Yeah. Then you got Valentina and Andrade, and then is there a bantamweight division? Yeah, bantamweight division. You got um, obviously Amanda's champ there. So oh, Amanda's champ there. So yeah. But yeah, so they could do it for the Bantamweight title, I guess, if Valentina wants to move up and do the double. Yeah. Um, well, so <laughs> unless Andrade smashes her, but uh, who knows? Interesting. Interesting to see what happens there. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. But I just want to make it clear that, you know, I, I don't care if she's top and head and shoulders above the rest. She she still deserves fights and I'm still, I still want to see her. All right, just mm. to finish off then, Pete, before we very quickly preview what's coming up this weekend... Isabel Adesanya moving up to light heavyweight against Jan Blachowicz. Um, Really interesting first round, um, but Jan was just well in this fight. Um, and I felt like Izzy, looked, Izzy did look comfortable, but as the fight wore on, you could just see the size difference um, and you could see the control from Jan after sort of round four. Uh, unanimous decision ran uh, for, for Jan. Uh, Jan was just basically too big for him. Um, I want to get your thoughts on the fight, obviously, but I also just want to say that uh, actually no, yeah. What, what did you think of the What did you think of the fight? Um, little the same same as the card, really. Like a little bit anticlimactic. Like you want to you want to like 
like a devastating finish or a performance in a fight like that, just to really go for it. Um, but I don't know, there was, was a lot to like in it, I think. I'm really happy that Yan won because he was sort of coming across a bit like people was overlooking him and he's only beat Reyes to get the title, not John Jones, stuff like that. Is he really legitimate? And then to beat one of the best strikers on the planet. Um, and he didn't look, he didn't, I know Yan's thicker, but fucking is he's a big guy, isn't he? Like yeah. he's a fucking he, he don't look that much different from like John Jones or someone like that when he's in there. Um and I thought he did there's I saw some highlights again today. He was landing some crisp like combinations, but only in like twos and threes and then not really following up. And Yan took what he had and yeah, just obviously showed now maybe that's a little blueprint of how to beat Izzy. Like if someone's that good at grappling, then they can get him to the floor and control him. Didn't really do much to try and get up. Um, but did you notice? This is one thing I noticed. And as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, you fucking idiot. Like, in the last round, he started doing the drunken boxing thing. Yeah. Did you notice that? And as soon as, he start, as soon as he'd done that, he was off balance and Yan just went straight in for the takedown. And I was like... And because I heard him talking about that in the in the embedded sport, working up to it, he was joking around, talking about Costa... And he was like, oh, maybe I'll have a drink before the fight. And he's like, but don't worry, I can drunken box. And I just, you just know with someone like him, he's got that ego in his head where he's probably that, as soon as he started doing that, he's thinking, imagine if I knocked him out with like a drunken boxing technique. And then all of a sudden he's on his back and he's yeah. lost the round. And it's like, oh man, like, what the fuck are you doing? But but it just, I guess it just proves, I'm, I'm so happy for like Yan that he's like solidified his, his championship. And also now it's just an exciting fight with Glover coming up. And then obviously Izzy ain't Izzy's still got to go back down to that stack division now with middleweights. So there's some good fights there. Definitely. It's, it's interesting you brought you brought up that ego bit. <clears throat> the, the my main takeaway from the fight, <clears throat> excuse me, is I've, Izzy's obviously a phenomenal fighter, but I feel like I feel like his 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 ego maybe got the better of him and he just came into it way too cocky really naive to just come in and be like, yeah, I might weigh in at 193 and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And then to, to, to come in and weigh in at 200 when, you know, the day of the fight, Jan's looking about 220. It's, no. it, it's. <sighs> and he had his, he had his joggers on as well. I swear he had jogging, he had jogging bottoms and maybe a hat on, maybe like that heavy mask. So he wasn't down to just his pants. I don't know why they let people weigh in like that. It's weird. It's weird. And then he used to, he got the pizza box and all that shit. Yeah, and it yeah. was like, you know, what? yeah, I'm not putting on weight. I don't know why I don't feel like this fighter should be putting on weight. Like, Listen, you're coming into another man's wheelhouse. You're coming into another yeah. man's division. You're trying to take that man's title. And mm. you're not even going to... I don't know. You're not going to take it serious. You're not going to put on weight. You're not going to try and at least move up so you've got that little, little bit of timber. Um, and when you get taken down, your technique just looks a bit wishy-washy. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Again, I never rolled in my fucking life. So, you know, I should shut the fuck yeah. up. But I'm just saying, it just... I don't know. It, it kind of put my... I love Izzy. I think he's great, but it was just a little bit like you, you can't just walk in and expect to just fucking drunken box and piece someone up. Like Yan's the champ for a reason. Like he's a beast. Yeah. Um, so I just feel like he should have put a bit more, um, he should have put a bit more respect on, on Yan's name and a bit more respect in the, uh, in the light heavyweight division. Um, I, I think could be back though. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, obviously he's back down to middleweight. You got, they call him for Darren Till, which is weird. Um, They've always spoke about it because they've had a little bit of back and forth. I think they like each other. And 
Izzy always says that striking wise, he sees it as the most fun matchup. Yeah, but he says uh, Till's got to win. He's like Till. He wants Till. Yeah, to of course. Win. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, but it's weird how he's going for that and not because obviously Whitaker just beat Till and now Whitaker's fighting Costa. So it's weird that he's not. I think it's more they're saying he's beat Costa. He's built. He's built. He's beat the uh, fucking hell. Going mad. Um, he's beat Whitaker. So why they don't need to do that again? Let's try something new in Darren Till if he beats Fittori. So. Oh. Which would be, I'd love to see that. That'd be so, like, they could sell that so much and like the talk, like the trash talk and shit. And just, I'd love to see Darren Till get a title shot. It'd be so good. Um, after falling away a little bit and coming back in, but he's, it's gonna, that's gonna be a tough fight against Vittori. He's, he's got to get past Marvin Vittori, Pete. And I yeah. don't, I don't know if he's gonna, like, he's, Vittori's mm. a monster. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. I agree with you though. I was so happy for Jan. Uh, just yeah. spent a bit of time talking about Jan and, you know, taking him down, uh, pounding him. They had a bit of a uh, good uh, bit of banter at the end. There was a miscommunication when they're talking about a bodyguard and shit. Um, oh, was it? Was it? Yeah. So after the fight, um, they were they were going. So basically, Izzy asked him something. He said something about. Um, Izzy said something to do with a bodyguard, as in when you were kicking me, it felt like a bodyguard, like like as in a guard for your body. Do you know what I mean? All oh, right. So Izzy said something about wearing a bodyguard or um, something about, yeah, next time I'm sparring, I'm definitely going to wear, wear a bodyguard or something like that. And Jan thought that he asked him to be his bodyguard. <laughs> to, be, to be his bodyguard. So Yam was like, do you pay well? You Do you pay well? I'll, I'll be your bodyguard if you pay well. And then Izzy was like, no, I mean a bodyguard. And Yam was like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> so yeah, that, like, it was good to see him bantering at the end. And it, I think Izzy took the loss really well. Um, mm. And I always, I always like to see, uh, when, when a fight is very, very cocky beforehand, you know, McGregor style, um, that's always fun to see. But again, very much in McGregor style, he took the loss very, very well very very classy and said you know that yam was better on a day etc etc so i'm big sure he'll be back it. but it's just really happy for yeah it's just yeah it's just a big it's that's, that's why i sort of he hasn't really done nothing to diminish himself because it's a big jump he did do it in a bit of a cocky way but that was just him he's just going to go straight into it jump up 20 pounds against the champ do you know what i mean like the people use people move up and shit after they've had a few losses at their weight or they can't make weight and they're like, let's try a new division. But this guy's the ch- the champion. He's like, let me just go up and fight Jan Blahovic. It's like, yeah, like, fair, like, fair play to him. But it's just, if he's going to do it again, he needs to do it a bit more, like, a bit more smart. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it was a fun fight and uh, obviously interested to see both of them next and really excited for Jan against Glover. Peter, the fight that's coming up this weekend, um, anything to take your fancy from it? I've got the card in front of me here. Charles Jordan's fighting. Uh, Angela Hill, really excited to see her fighting. Uh, and then obviously the main event. Uh, anything uh, tickle your fancy here? Oh, Eric Anders against Darren Stewart. We spoke yeah, about yeah, very that, briefly. That'd, that'd be, be fun. Is that, the, is that the opening of the main card? Yeah. Yeah. What else? Is there any other big ones that jump out on the main card? I sort of had a little look today. Yeah, so main card we've got, yeah, so good fight to start the night off. Darren Stewart against your boy Eric Anders. Uh, we've got that Man- Manel Cup again. He's fighting, um, who uh, had a fight recently but lost um, and was surprised when he lost, uh, which was interesting. Um, okay. It's and then, Ige on there. Dan Ige. Yeah, Dan Ige's fighting yeah. Gavin Tucker. Oh, right. yeah. Weight division. Um, and then Misha Cernikov in the light heavyweights fighting Ryan Spann. And then we've got big Leon Edwards against Bilal Mohammed. What, what are you thinking yeah. of the main event? 
he look he looks like banging shape and he looks like he's just been waiting. So I'm hoping he comes out like fucking guns blazing and just puts on a show. Do you know what I mean? Like this isn't the sort of fight to come out and do what Santos and Rakic done. Do you know what I mean? This is this is your moment. You've been asking to fight all these people. They've been turning you down. You've got Bilal jumping at the opportunity. And I think Leon Ed- I think Leon Edwards at the moment is better than him, but like it's just it's going to be a good test. And I think if he does put Bilal away and just sort of... He's got to be next in line, I think, for a title shot. Yeah, definitely. I, I think... And all my respect to Bilal and really impressed what he did in his last fight. Um, I just think Leon's going to have too much for him, piece him up mm. um, and and just kind of show his dominance and show that even though they are both ranked, they're both in the top 15, there are still levels to the game. So we'll see what happens. Though. It'd be really impressive. I, I like both of these fighters, obviously Leon being yeah. uh, English, but Bilal um, is great. He looks a bit like me, I guess as well. So that's obviously fun. Um, <laughs> Really excited, Pete. Really, really excited and excited to see Danny Gay as well. Danny's interesting for Danny Gay fighting uh, someone who's not ranked. Um, so that's that's interesting to see why. But I guess he's just trying to get a fight and trying to Tucker's trying to keep like, it. Tucker's a fucking banger, isn't he? Like, is he is he that guy? I think if I'm picturing the right guy, like tattoos and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. Tucker. Yeah. So that should be that should be fireworks. He can bang, Hopefully. definitely, yeah. Um, Jonathan Martinez is fighting, though, in the bantamweight division. Do you remember Jonathan Martinez? Yeah. He was, uh, he... The shy guy. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's he fighting? He's fighting Davy Grant. Not not seen him before. No, not sure. Not seen him before. Unlucky Davy Grant. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? I think Jonathan's going to beat you up, mate. And then, obviously, we'll try and get some words out of him in the old uh, post-fight, but it'll just be too yeah. too calm, bless him. Um, anything else from you, Pete, before we, uh, before we let the listener go? <laughs> Um, no man this is I keep forgetting we're in this is the, another it's happening again this year isn't it the months are just flying by but Mad. I'm so excited we've got the fucking I keep thinking was, was it two two or three weeks the heavyweight title Garno Stipe so happy yeah I'm excited for that that's probably the next the big one that I'm excited for now like the next blockbuster one but um, yeah no not much else really nothing's really we've got um we got uh, Kevin Holland against Derek Brunson coming up as well. Is that before? Is that in between this card and that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. That's that'd be good. That'd be interesting. So that's March twenty first. So that'd be fun. Then obviously March twenty eighth, we've got Stipe against Ngannou, and then we've got Whitaker against Costa. Then we've got Zhang against Rose. Ah, oh, fucking hell! It's just who's the uh, who's like the co-main in that on that heavyweight card? Uh, the Stipe card. Yeah. Uh, so we've got um, so March twenty eighth. Uh, Volkanovski or Tager, bruv. Oh, okay. Uh, Tyron Woodley, mate. Listen to this card, right? Luca, yeah, yeah. Sure, no, give me the whole main card. Sure, no, okay. <laughs> so we've got Jamie Malarkey against Karma Worthy. We've got Sugar Shane O'Malley against Thomas Almeida. Uh, Tyron Woodley against Vincente Luque. Volkanovski against Ortega for the title, and then Stipe against Engano. Fucking hell what? What, one of one of them's got got to be a banger well, like let's just say let's just have one out of them at least give us one fight of the night or fight of the year out of them yeah fingers <laughs> crossed fingers crossed fingers crossed listen um it's a good, it, that's a good one for tyron woodley sorry that's yeah what i was gonna say yeah that's yeah, like yeah. Do you know what i mean he's like he ain't, he ain't got to worry about the threat of the takedown much and he can just hope well <laughs> it's a big good one for him to get back in there think well you but then again luke could just fuck him up um yeah Ranked uh, Tyron's ranked number seven and Luke's ranked number ten. So yeah, good a good fight for him. You're right. You're right. He's not going to try and wrestle with him, but Woodley can maybe um, start trying to push his uh, 
pushes game on Luke a little bit. But anyway, we're getting ahead mm. of ourselves. Pete, let's catch up yeah. again next week, um, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll have some uh, we'll have some banging fights this weekend, eh? Yeah, is this a Sunday morning job for you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. fuck that, I ain't staying up here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. All right, see you, mate. See you later.